Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Wednesday morning, the 2nd of December. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. As you know, the retirement age is a very contentious issue. In the last general election, many of the candidates may have been surprised to learn how important it was to just so many voters that they didn't like the idea of retiring at 68. We want to see workers have the right to retire at 65 with their state pension, the pension that they have worked for all of their lives. It is not good enough to simply defer or postpone the rise in the pension age. Louise O'Reilly moving a Sinn Féin private member's motion in the Dáil yesterday which would make the pension available to people if they stopped working at the age of 65. There doesn't seem to be any understanding of what it is like to have to work all day on your feet or in a manual job and come home from work physically exhausted. There doesn't seem to be any understanding of the dignity that comes from the old age pension for people who have worked all their lives and they can say, that's it now. My shift is done. I'm going to get the pension that I have earned. I'm going to enjoy the time that I have left because I am finished working and I am finished with any prospect of being unemployed. I am retired. That's Louise O'Reilly of Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin TD for Loud and East Mead. The Melda Munster is on the line with us. And a very good morning to you. And thank you for your time this morning. What was the idea of this private member's motion? Well, the government, uh, the pension is due to be increased to 67 years from January, next January. So it's a month away. And, um, and then 68 the year after. 68, uh, 68 then, uh, yes. Hmm. And it could possibly go up further as time goes. Goes, goes on, but we want to we wanted to call off the increase to 67 years, and we wanted to go further than that. We wanted to reintroduce the right to retire on the state pension at 65. As you said earlier, was a massive issue hmm. during the election, and people made it very clear how they felt about the right to retire but at 65. Haven't <coughs> worked all their lives. That 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 might be what people wanted, uh, but what was the point of this motion? Uh, because it became clear last night that this has already been dealt with. We'll just hear what Minister Heather Humphreys had to say. The simple fact is Sinn Féin have put down a motion tonight calling for legislation to stop the increase in the state pension age to 67 when government has already approved and published legislation to do that. It was done last week as part of the Social Welfare Bill which will come before the Houses next week, the pension age will be kept at 66 
and the planned increases in the age to 67 in January 2021 and to 68 in January 2028 will both be repealed. Repealed? What was the point of it, Amelda Munster? Right, I'll tell you what the point of it was. They only published it on foot of when we submitted our private member's motion. Um, there's less than, there's eight sitting days left before the break for Christmas. This is due to come in in January. And the reason they, they published it was when our motion put forward. So if anything, we actually forced their hand on it. But the other thing is they're talking about deferring the rise to 67. They're not actually ruling it out altogether. They've referred the whole thing to a pensions commission that will make a decision, they reckon, in about eight, eight months' time. But they're, they're only deferring it. They're not scrapping it, um, calling a halt to it like, like we want. And they've given no commitment um, to, to reinstate, reintroduce the right to retire on a state pension at 65. None of that. Was and it not an awful waste of uh, Parliament time to spend so long talking a- about something that's not going to happen? No, I don't think so. As I said, we force our hand. Um, they've eight weeks and yet it has to come through, or eight days rather, and it has to, still has to come through the houses um, under the Social Welfare Bill. So they're literally cutting it so fine. But, but it, that was published only, last week, wasn't it? Yep, when, before or after our PMB was submitted. Mm. And could you not have changed your PMB, your private member's no, motion? No, because no, not at all, because we want the, the state pension to be reintroduced at 65 years of age. But that's, that's the plan. Uh, no, it's it not. was published. Yeah. Uh, this is what Michal Martin had to say about it yesterday morning. In relation to the question that you're wrong, the legislation is published, the pension age will remain at 66. Um, and what I find extraordinary about your presentation is that in Northern Ireland, uh, to a person, members of your assembly all voted for the raising of the age of the pension to 66, uh, where you have a devolved authority. And that's what you did. Um, and no one under the changes we're making would have to stand for the dole at 65 either. We're changing that. All right, uh, Imelda Munster. Um, okay, right. B- 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 why did you bother, really? No, I'll tell you why, because we forced our hand on it. And the other thing is that, as I said, we want to reintroduce the right to retire to pay pen- state pension at 65 years of age. He said what they're going they to deal said, with that. Well, hold on. What they have said was um, that it's staying at 66, they're going to defer it, right? But what they're doing is with their early retirement allowances, the minister had said she plans to bring in um, further legislation about early retirement allowance. But it's still the same rate as job seekers, which is €203 a week. So it's only a name change. They're not giving people their full state pension. They're giving them um, 45 30 less a week, and that amounts to almost 2500 a year. So they're not sincere and they're not genuine and their hand had to be forced on it and they still haven't given a commitment that people who want to retire at 65... It, it, well, I think you might have lost that argument in the doll yesterday uh, on a couple of occasions. Michal Martin there talking about the difference uh, in how and what time you qualify uh, for the pension age in Northern Ireland compared to here. Uh, Minister Heather Humphreys last night was talking about how generous uh, welfare is in this country. The contributory state pension here is over €248. Euro. In Northern Ireland, it is considerably less at £175 pounds or about €195. Euro. 
Hard to argue with that, though, isn't it? If it's 248, why are they still persisting in giving people at 65 a payment of just 203? But you heard Micheál Martin saying they're going to deal with this. No, no, they've no intention of upping it. Otherwise, they would agree with our motion to to reinstate, reintroduce the the state pension at 65 years of age. But they're having a pensions commission look into it. Yeah, they're they're kicking kicking it down the road as per usual. They're biding for time. That's all they're doing. If they were genuine and sincere about doing it, they wouldn't be leaving people short €45.30 a week. That's a lot of money. It's two and a half, almost 2500 a year. And another thing, just in relation mm. to what Micheál Martin and um, Heather Humphrey said last night, they know fine well that Westminster sets the pension age and they know it controls... The, the pension purse strings, they know mm. all that. But it costs a lot about, of money. They, they give out about the institutions up north, and yet I mm. I actually believe that they love them because they can use them, uh, use Maybe them so. as a stick yeah. to be yeah, That might be a fair point. They're genuinely concerned that, you know... But h- how, much does it, how much does it cost to fund pensions in this country? Well, with our proposal, it would cost £127 million a year. But you bear in mind, Mike... People, like there was other members talking about people that have worked from their 15 years of age and they've paid 50 mm. years considerable tax contributions to their PRSI. They've paid That's an extra £127 million a year you're talking about. Yes. Right, OK, because... People have paid... Because the cost of providing pensions is a fortune, isn't it? It can be, but, but sure, that's, I mean, why are you paying your PRSI for then? Well, why absolutely, you absolutely, that you have but you can't spend money that you don't have either. No, hold on a second. This was brought in by Labour and Fine Gael in 2014, mm. and it was a result of the Detroitka and all the, the cutting back and the, mm. all the public money to be saved and cutbacks left, right and centre. Ah, everywhere. yeah, maybe and so, they but... Hit, it, it, they hit the pension age, but it also has need to, to keep it keep it there. It also has to do with us all getting that bit older as well. We're all living an awful lot longer than we would have been, let's say, 50 years ago. In 1971, the average life expectancy was 71. By 2016, that had risen to 81. A person who reached 65 years of age in 71 could expect to live to age 77. But in 2016, thankfully, that has increased to about 84. Of course, it is hugely welcome that people are living longer and healthier lives, but it does present its own challenges. In 1997, spending on pensions was 1.7 billion. By 2010, this had increased to 5.8 billion. And by 2019, the cost had increased to over 8.2 billion. Small change, Melda Munster. Look, we've, I mean... I noted the minister said she welcomes people living longer, and, that's, and that is the case. But it doesn't mean that they want to work longer. People look forward to, particularly people in labour-intensive work, they look forward to coming up 65 and their retirement. But just on that matter about looking forward to the, to the future, we've always said in Sinn Féin that the rate of employers' PRSI has to be yeah. gradually brought in line with other European Neighbours, you know that so the population going into the future can have can, this, the same levels of income protection and retirement payments, and, and that seems to be widely accepted now. Okay. And you can do that without punishing people. This was all brought in, as I said, by Fine Gael and Labour at the time, and there's no reason 
why they can't reinstate it. Well, and so far, I think you've the support of our, our listeners. Uh, we've a, a text uh, from somebody who says uh, Heather Humphreys is either not uh, aware or is being disingenuous uh, because our caller says uh, that uh, the pension rates in Northern Ireland are set by Westminster and not the Assembly. So she's being disingenuous in her argument. Uh, and uh, Deirdre and Kells uh, says uh, that uh, the pension age should be left at 66. You say... You should be able to retire at 65. The government says it's being left at 66 uh, and they're working on making it available to people when they finish working at 65. We're saying it should be reintroduced at 65. Um, There's the state pension transition payment, which is the same as the normal payment. The government at the minute are saying you'll get your state pension when you're 66. But in the meantime, you're getting 45 euro, 30 week, 30 cent less a week when you're 65, having busted your chops working all your life. They're cutting people back and being miserable in the amount that they're giving. They've no intention of really addressing that. They're well, living in hope that... It's in the Social Welfare Bill. That's been published and it's going yes, to this commission they've, they've to look at it. Um, okay. That's exactly what okay. they do. They David, David and Kells, by the way, says... And can I just make a point, Mike, just very briefly, right? Mm. I sat there listening to the minister last night, and it goes for all government reps. And they forget to mention that what they dictate to people haven't worked for 50 years all their lives, that they can't retire, can't get their full state pension at 65. These same people can draw down their pension at 50 years of age. There's one law for politicians in this state and another law for ordinary working people. And by doing what they're doing, they're actually... They've no respect for working people because it's one law for them. They, any TD can draw down, our minister can draw down their pension at 50 years of age. Okay. And yet they're telling people who've worked 50 years in... Well, David and Kel says you should be able to retire at 65. And he says if uh, you work long enough, uh, you should be entitled to retire. And that at 65, uh, you've done your time. It's fair enough if you want to work on after that. uh, But you should be accommodated uh, and you shouldn't be prevented uh, from retiring and getting your pension. Uh, That's what you're paying your taxes for all your work in life. Okay, and thanks to David and Kells. I want to read an email to you, if I can, uh, given the day that's in it and uh, the address that Brian Stanley is going to give to the Public Accounts Committee uh, later today. This is uh, from Danny O'Hanlon, who emailed us uh, during a conversation we had, or just after a conversation we had with uh, Jim Wells of the DUP about uh, the tweets uh, that Brian Stanley uh, sent out over the weekend. Uh, And he says, Dear Michael, Jim Wells' bigotry and bias is clear and unbelievable unambiguous. He should not be given so much airtime to express his bile. For hundreds of years now, the Orange Order has triumphantly celebrated violence and bigotry against nationalists and to compare their parades with St. Patrick's Day parades is contemptible. It would be more appropriate to compare them to the KKK parades and celebrations. Their intention was and is to terrorise Catholics and as a child I can still hear and remember the fear as the Lambeg drum were being beaten for hours around our small town into the late hours. Drums beaten until exhaustion by beaters with blood running from their hands. Pure 
terrorism. How can it be okay to commemorate the violence of war with monuments to the British Army throughout most towns in Northern Ireland, poppy day shaming, and not okay for a Republican to bring attention to legitimate retaliation to the oppression, terrorism, and occupation of a foreign army? Brian Stanley, he says, should be commended for his honest, timely, and appropriate comment. And uh, thanks to Danny for the email. Do you agree with uh, the sentiment of that, Amanda Muster? Well, there's not a lot of it that I would say you could argue against. Um, He speaks about the triumphalism of the Orange Order. I mean, we only have to go back a few years to remember uh, nationalists fleeing down the south come the 12th of July every year um, to escape the triumphalism and the bigotry and being hemmed into their homes and the abuse that they suffered. All of that is, is not too too far in the in distant memory you know that's that's the way it was and to pretend it was otherwise is not being truthful i mean you know where i stand i've said it before i always supported the armed struggle um, and i equally supported the peace process and in relation to brian stanley he's he's apologized for his comments if they'd caused offense um that's the end of the matter as far as i'm concerned i know there it's becoming up at the pack today. Um, was he right to say, though, that uh, the ambush in Kilmichael and uh, the ambush in Narrow Water were two of uh, many IRA operations that taught the elite of the British Army and uh, the establishment the cost of occupying Ireland and that it was a pity for everyone that they were such slow learners? Well, the, the two incidents happened. They're, they're, that's, that's fact. Um, whether it's choice of wards um, at the end... I mean, that's up to Brian, but he's, he's apologised for that if they caused offence. But they, 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 they happened, and I have never distinguished... But do you think they taught... Do you think they taught the British Army uh, and uh, the British government, the British elite, the cost of occupying Ireland? Well, the British Army knew um, their occupation of Ireland, that there was going to be armed resistance. Um, they, they fought a, dirt, a dirty war in Ireland, um, and that's, that's all on... We, we all witnessed it. We know about it. Um, I've never, personally, myself, distinguished... I never bought into this old IRA or good... Mm. Um, you know, the, the IRA of two decades ago... The Narrow Water ambush was pretty impressive, wasn't it? In a ditch. But the Narrow Water ambush was pretty impressive, wasn't it, from an IRA perspective? Well, I mean, there, it was the armed struggle and there were... Mm various different attacks and... Um, but to, to, to detonate a bomb with such a effect uh, and then when the troops uh, regrouped to try and uh, find out uh, what had happened and how they could deal with it, the very place that they had uh, set up uh, this uh, place uh, w- w- was uh, also bombed uh, and then the IRA shooting from across the border in Omeath and uh, to very seriously injure 20 soldiers and uh, to kill 18 of them. I mean, from an IRA perspective, it was a very impressive operation, wasn't it? Mike, as I said to you before, I've always supported the armed struggle, always supported it and will always defend it to my dying day. But for 20-odd years now mm. into a peace process... But against the might of the British Army, do, do, you, 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 you do think it was a, an impressive operation, executed superbly by the IRA? Mike, you're looking for a headline. I've never had any problems. I'm looking ever, for honesty. Not yeah, maybe, maybe it, would result in, I mean, it would result I mean, in a headline, but I mean, I'm I don't know why... Honest, Shinfei, I'm, yeah. I'm being perfectly yeah. honest in saying I've never made any bones about it. Mm. I supported the armed struggle. 
all of my years growing up, I believed in it. I believed in the men and women that lay in the ditches. I believed in the right to take up arms against British occupation mm. of our country. I'll never make apologies for that. But I equally supported the peace process. And it's a permanent peace process now. And the train is in motion. And I'll work to my time. Okay, so when Shano Fareel... The unification of my country. When Shano Fareel as the... When Shano Fareel as uh, the independent uh, chairperson of our parliament writes uh, to the First Minister in Northern Ireland saying that Brian Stanley has to give a credible explanation for what he tweeted, what does that mean? Or or what should Brian Stanley do now? I I think Brian Stanley has apologised and as far as I'm concerned... Should he have apologised? It's the end of the matter. Well... That was up to himself. Um, he's done it. He's done it. And um, that's the end of the matter as far as I'm concerned. If there's people looking for um, heads on a block of the PAC committee, it's absolutely nothing got to do with his chairmanship of PAC. He's a very, very fair and impartial chair and he's doing an excellent job. And it's nothing got to do with it. It's, you know, he's, he tweeted it. He is, is he renouncing his support for the IRA because he's apologising for it? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't imagine. So he, I think he, what he said was he apologised for any offence that was caused, if it caused offence to, to people. But he, that's all, that's all it was, I think. Yeah. But he, he's not apologising for feeling like yourself that the IRA uh, carried out uh, some very impressive operations. One of them was at Narrow Water, uh, and that taught the slow learners that the British are uh, the cost of, of occupying Ireland. You'll have to ask Brian that. But, uh, I, I, I don't know. As I said, I've, I couldn't make my own position very, very clear. I've always supported the armed struggle and I equally supported the peace process. So thank God. And do you think, do you think Darrow Water was a good day for decades. the struggle? Mike, <laughs> I know you're looking for a headline. You're not well, I know it'll result in a headline, but I'm not looking. I don't care if it's a headline. I'm sure it will result. But what I'm looking for is honesty. I mean, it seems it's like you see what, what. I'm not going to comment on individual operations or we'll be here all day. What I'm, ta- what I'm saying is I supported the armed struggle with every ounce of my being. With and no apology. And no, but I support. Why would I? apologise for something I supported. I equally supported, the, with the same commitment, I equally supported the peace process that, thank God, has been permanent for the last several decades. Okay. And that, 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 that uh, I think, is uh, the point uh, which uh, seems uh, to be forgotten by a lot of people. But uh, thanks uh, for making it on the programme and, indeed, for joining us, as always. That's uh, Sinn Féin TD for Louth and East Me, the Melda Munster. Michael Reed on LMFM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.